right. Welcome to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show for friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation on relevant cinema. Uh, I am your host, Brandon, and I have here with me Derek. Yo. How's, How's it going, Derek? Good. Just yeah, it's going good. in this freaking heat over here on the west coast heat wave right mm-hmm. i'm excited to talk to you about the new recent pixar film that was released on disney plus uh called luca um but we'll get to that in a, just a second and as always when we talk about these like prolific studios uh that always that typically release good films it's cool to like, kind of like recap why we pay attention um to pixar yeah. obviously they're the like they're the like disney that we grew up with like kind of our generation you know i mm -hmm. remember seeing toy story in theaters when i was a little kid it's one of the very first theater memories i have right um and the studio hasn't like let us down since um there's been a few movies here and there but i've been like looking over recent pixar and what it's meant because i mean i don't know about you but like I really liked Luca as well. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, I really enjoyed the hell out of that film. And looking back, what they've given us since like maybe the last like six movies, um, they're on they're on a roll again. Yeah. I think we had some like early um odd, like teens, twenty teens like Pixar that people were a little scared of, a lot of sequels. Brave was kind of less than a lot of cars, yeah. Monsters University, Good Dinosaur. It was like but Finding Dory too, like which was I didn't hate, but yeah, I was worried about Pixar for a bit. And to me, getting even a film like Luca right has made them like in my head really solidified them. Like they've come a long way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they got they got Soul, Luca, Toy Story Four, Incredibles Two, Coco, like Inside Out. These are just like the spree they've been on. Um, over the last five years, that's just always been really impressive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they they keep uh like they got this. Them, it, I mean, other studios are doing it too, but I just notice it more often with them. It's like, not only are they, um, producing at like a high quality, um, without like, you know, they're they're giving us less stinkers nowadays. Also, I can just mm -hmm. see their like visual quality of like their animation and stuff is still just like peaking too it's still going up like every time they, one of their movies come out i'm always just like god damn they're still getting better holy crap they try so hard and looking over the list of pixar films i remember someone told me they even announced this that they're like done with sequels for a while mm -hmm. um but now we've had three pixar films that have not been a sequel yeah. in a row yeah which is kind of weird to say like that shouldn't be a record for any buddy but right. in our um but in is... our culture of sequels they now did onward soul and luca three original ips That's true all given to us um these last few years and it is it is a disney company so like sequels is kind of what they do you know so it mm -hmm. is cool to yeah for sure i mean i think it is kind of notable that they're uh, making an effort to stray away from that and pixar's yeah, always not kind just of... like turn these out yeah and they've always been kind of known to 
dig a little deeper than the regular Disney movies or the Marvel movies and actually have something kind of personal to tell. And um, Yeah, so it's just always, because of that, it always becomes like an event. Like a lot of Pixar movies kind of transcend what a lot of, you know, kind of the run-of-the-mill animation movies, like your Despicable Me mm-hmm. or something like that. While they might be good movies, they don't really like have a lot to say usually. But, and even but, like uh, even an average Pixar film, like Onward, someone would say, is still like top tier any other yeah. um, you know kids animated film we get. Yeah. So yeah, it's always a pleasure to look out for them and to anticipate their films because you know it's going to be a worthwhile experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luca was a weird one for me. It it kind of snuck up on me. Um, like I heard a little bit about it. I saw a trailer, but you know because like it's being released just now coming out of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have like a lot of hype going into it. And they also didn't put it out in cinemas at all. Yeah. I don't think you can go see this movie other than at your home. Right. As far as I know, I mean, that, I was kind of thinking about that. I, I, part of me says that unless the Academy has like changed their, like how they function because of COVID and stuff, I don't know. Right. But, Part of me assumes that they, you know, they at least met it's the guidelines in LA. Yeah, to, um, just because I don't think they have any other animated movies coming out this year, and I'm sure they want it in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so a little like under the radar for me, and I didn't know what to expect, and yeah, just watch this on Disney Plus, and I guess we can get into the review on that. Yeah, let's just move right in. I really enjoyed Luca like a lot yeah and it was a weird journey for me because I don't necessarily know if it started out in the best place Mm. I was a little shaky um there was a lot of like I've seen this I know where this is going Mm -hmm. there's so much familiar territory to me like they're doing the thing Pixar always gets made fun of doing which is just humanizing some like inanimate object or some like fake thing and you know giving it eyes and a mouth and a voice and all of a sudden it's a character yeah and then on top of that they do the fish out of water story literally Literally, in this movie which is like someone i don't know what's happening i've never experienced this before and they're just learning about the world around them Mm -hmm. um mixed with i don't know the little mermaid which is just like obvious some similarities here yeah and when it started, I wasn't necessarily that into it. For maybe like a good 15 minutes, I was like, this could be a good dinosaur. Right. And it really turned. And I think it's when um, the like girl friend comes into the film, like mm-hmm. a half hour in, 25 minutes in. Yeah. You learn about the bike race and all that. Yeah. And immediately, everything started clicking for me. Mm-hmm. And I started getting into the relationships the friendships, the arguments, um, the beautiful scenery and like the, like the actual animation of the Italian like world. Mm -hmm. And I also started getting into like the little cute moments. Like this was, this is a much smaller, like, uh, restrained Pixar movie. And like live action, this would be a really low budget movie. It's like one location. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, and a not a, not a lot to animate because they mm-hmm. only had to do that like courtyard and little village once. And yeah, um, I yeah, and you ha- kind of have to appreciate the smaller moments of this like you know little bike race that they're preparing for. 
um, and what that, you know, their all the little like goofs and gags that come out of that. I don't know. It is much smaller, more charming, and it all really worked for me in the end. Yeah, I How think I think like to that point, like it kind of being smaller and hat and like relying on those like small little quirks and stuff that you're kind of talking about reminds me more of like a children's movie that we would have seen like in the nineties that we grew up on and stuff like, uh, it, 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 you know, it might have a little bit to say, but it cares more about like just telling the story of these kids and like, uh, being cute and like having fun in their world. And like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's less about, you know, like soul is like super existential and like not really targeted towards children that much. Um, the Incredibles, the like world is ending. Yeah, um, and they, yeah. you know, they're and even like toy. I mean, I guess now that I think about Pixar's like on this existential kind of streaks. Toy Story Four is really like out there too. Like this one just mm-hmm. kind of gets back to the roots, and it's like here's just like a charming, uh, you know, children's animated tale tale about these these kids in Italy, mm-hmm. and um, it's. Yeah, it's like surprisingly just refreshing once you realize that's what's happening, and it's like, oh, it's really just about this bike race, real like really, that's yeah. what they're gonna focus on. And uh, and I'm I'm like I'm like this is the villain. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this is totally <laughs> fine that this is the villain. It's just right. some like douchebag who has almost no power. Yeah. It's not like he's gonna blow up the entire like Italian <laughs> Riviera right. if he doesn't get his way. It's just like kind of a little like kid another kid with a chip on his shoulder yeah um yeah like you're saying it it's definitely like in like more of just like an 80s kids movie or like something that we would 90s kids movie that we'd see a while ago it doesn't deal with these like massive explosions and huge plot points of like aliens coming onto the planet or something yeah it still works in that kind of story or you know it works in like a over the top kind of uh setting you know it's like these sea monsters come out of the water and when they come out of the water they turn into humans but um yeah i don't i i really like the movie also um Mm. i thought like you said i i like like probably about 20 minutes to a half hour in is when i really started just getting into it it feels more like um more like a i I want to compare it to like stranger things just in a way that like it's really about like these it's like about you know children like hanging out and like having fun together and that like Mm -hmm. that just clicked so well like every you know that's kind of it was a fad at one point like telling that kind of story and sometimes it just doesn't work but with this movie just it really did really worked for me um Mm -hmm. the animation i loved it um for me it feels like another step up for pixar even though it's not going for like like soul like the cityscapes and stuff were like realistic like it was really uh crazy how detailed. another step up from soul well so for me i think so in, because they're will it shows that they're willing to take a step away from that realist like pushing the limits of okay. uh animation and instead being like let's develop a whole new it has its own aesthetic its own style mm-hmm. but we're gonna like knock that style out of the park in ways that nobody else can do but us it's know? it gets photo real 
in parts, but I get what you're saying. It's yeah. not a photo real copy of like the Cinque Terre in Italy. Yeah. It's like it has a slightly different style and I guess even it like it is supposed to be just Italy, but I don't I don't know. For some reason like the New York style of inside out seemed more grounded because he's going to like jazz clubs and stuff than this kind of like soul. Um, sea monster fantasy yeah. and soul and stuff. Uh, but yeah, there is like an off style to it. Things are a little more bubbly, mm. um, rounded. I don't know. It's hard to put your finger on it. But there was a couple moments that were just like jaw dropping. Specifically, I remember when um, the like they're coming out of the water mm-hmm. uh, in, in the cove. And one of it's like during sunset and everything is like orange and the colors are like popping off the screen. Yeah. And just the way the water looked was so clean and crisp. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty mind blowing. Yeah. Um, it took me maybe a mo like a bit to get used to the character models of the actual sea creatures. Mm-hmm. I, and I still don't know if it's like, I mean, you could do anything with that. Yeah. I don't know if like those chunky bodies, it's like again it's hard to describe what they were but it's completely their own creation they can make them look however they wanted to i don't know if it necessarily was the best um i liked the human looks um the sea creatures were a little bit funky i don't know if they ever landed for me i kind of felt like they they they're going for like they wanted it to look like a cartoon that you'd see on like saturday morning you know it was what it kind of felt like to me like they weren't going for anything else but you know every cartoon you you see they all have their own art style and i felt like mm-hmm. this movie kind of took that and was like this is our style and then the it looked like they tried to do like a human the human to sea monster just like straight translation just like change the mm-hmm. color of the skin add some gills and stuff like that and so i think that's probably why it kind of got into this weird like I, I thought it was fine. It wasn't like distracting or anything. Yeah, but it was fine. I, I kind of know what you fine. mean. It wasn't like they didn't. At the start, when I thought that's all we were going to see, because I really didn't remember trailers for this movie. And yeah. for all I remembered, it was going to be mostly underwater with a bunch of characters underwater. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I necessarily want to be here for an hour right. and a half. But <laughs> yeah. it didn't last very long. And yeah. uh, it's a minor nitpick. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess a lot of the stuff I want to talk about in this movie involve spoilery stuff um i don't know mm-hmm. about you do you have stuff you want to talk about that aren't quite spoilery or um but i'm i'm down to moving on to spoilers sooner than later okay. um go see this film it sounds like we both really liked it i mean do you yeah. have any nits to even pick um throughout that aren't spoilers no, but yeah like my nits are yeah, my nits that need picking do involve spoilers so that's why i'm kind of okay. like I, yeah I'd, I'd rather move right. when you're ready. So. Let's let's move on to spoilers. Go see this movie, and if you have, then stick with us for a bit longer. Yeah. All right, uh, there. Kick us off. Yeah. So I really liked, uh, like you said, like the movie kind of picked up for me after like a half hour, but it was really um, towards the end. I felt like it was like sailing so hard in the right direction, and I was like really on board with all the beats yes. they were hitting. And, yeah, it, uh, it wasn't it wasn't like it reached this point of like everything made sense and it was good. Yeah. It like just kept going. Yeah. Like up and up and like by the time the race was happening, the climax and yeah. the rain. And then even after that, him saying goodbye and making the decisions and like yeah. them accepting 
townspeople. I was like, I just wanted to follow him to school. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and the music was like swelling as he was going under the tunnel. Yeah, like I don't know. It just kept like getting better and better as a film. Yeah, up until the last moment. Well, and there's like so I guess starting at the, it's not even a reveal because we know. There's a point, you know, not all the characters understand what's happening in the world. I guess we didn't go over the plot, really, of the movie. But the... Yeah. Uh, People the, can watch the trailer. Yeah, it's it's a very generic... Yeah, you know, the fish out of water thing. It's pretty pretty standard. But um, there's a point... Oh, so the girl, the, like the third of the, the third character in the group, doesn't know that these people are sea monsters. And uh, there's a point when the tension is kind of hitting between the two main characters quite a bit. And the tension's building yes. and building. And then finally, one of them just like, it's kind of like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to come out oh. and like show. And they kind of, so they, good. it's so good because they do like this perspective thing where it's like, it's not like first person perspective but the whole mood of what we see on screen kind of turns into her perspective of what's happening like he steps in the water and he starts turning into like the sea monster and like has the sun setting in the background he starts Mm -hmm. he gets like cast in shadow and like from her perspective it's this horrifying thing of this monster Mm -hmm. transforming in front of her we've seen it like the people in the background are gasping it's like yeah yeah it's really even before that because at this point it's just the three of them on the beach and this was like the first time in a long time of watching a like animated children's movie that i've actually been like kind of shot like i gasped which was mm-hmm. when the his friend, the main character, Luca, is like, sea monster! He, like, throws him under the bus, and I was like, oh my god, Luca, are you kidding me? And like, uh, at that point... I'm so right along with you on this. Yeah. Every, everything you're saying is exactly how I felt, too, yeah. Yeah, and I was so, like, that's when I was really, like, I was like, god, I'm so glad, like, they're willing to, like do that with their characters because i feel like that's a complicated thing for kids to like that's a thing that kids do but it's not a thing that they show in movies i feel like that often Mm -hmm. kids like totally betraying their friends uh to preserve like another friendship or a different goal or something like that and um it's such a it's just such a cool beat and how they did it was just so good and uh, i think i think one thing that worked me and that's or why it worked because in my head it's a predictable movie but yeah. in my head i was like i got the scene thought out like his friend is gonna shove him in the water and oh. reveal him to the girl yeah like obviously they're standing by the water someone was gonna go in and be revealed mm-hmm. and i thought his friend was gonna like push his feet in the water or something yeah and then when he goes in the water himself i was like that's like that's interesting. It doesn't feel as dramatic. Right. Like, of a plot point. Yeah. And then when the main character goes, sea monster, I was like, oh, my God, that's the, like, twist. Yeah. Is that yeah. our main character now is the asshole. Yeah. Or is, like, they're both assholes, but he's out-trumping <laughs> his friend of being the asshole of yeah. throwing him under the bus, almost getting him killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, he knew. And so the... it just, like, escalated so quickly of, like, things I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And then it kind of goes through, like, the dark times of the movie, you know, from that point on. Um, and uh, but... I, I liked that drama, too. Like, it all worked really well for me. Like, it's so relatable. Yeah. Um, like, 
your your friend has a your friend has a friend and then they start clicking better than you and then for the moment you're just kind of on the outside of the conversations and you're like trying to get in but you can't yeah um it's kind of like like toy story like the first toy story kind of follows that beat with buzz and andy becoming the main toy friendship Mm -hmm. you know and woody on the outside Uh, yeah and like you just got to give them space but like these kids are just trying to like exploring that concept and it, the drama really worked. It was yeah. like so human and um, such a common thing, but I didn't, it's not like necessarily explored that much. Um, mm-hmm. So I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that was like a big highlight in the movie for me. Um, mm-hmm. After that, we go, uh, you know, the race happens and stuff. The race. Um, Let's pause on like the uh that that climax of the race when it gets to like the rain coming on the top of the hill yeah um and his friend coming with the umbrella like it that that part like gave made my like heart race yeah transitions into slow motion yeah and he's going like flying down the hill to save his friend yeah um that was great and the like scales on the skin morphine really well done yeah and then may we were talking about animation before some of the best animation i've ever seen was when they're all like downhill speeding like all three different parties after each other mm. um, the villain the girl and then the two kids on the bike in the rain down the italian streets it just looked so slick and the way the yeah. cinematography was moving with the car like with the bikes and everything it looked great mm-hmm. um i loved that thought they did a good job yeah yeah, that whole like finale was so good, and yeah, that mo yeah totally. I'm right there with you. Like, my heart was racing. I didn't. I was surprised. I was like, I kept catching myself being surprised at like the emotions that I had in the movie because I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize this movie was working so well. Like, and mm-hmm. it just like every time it happened again, I'm just like, man, this is awesome. This is good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess so if I'm getting to some nitpicky stuff is before at the end of the race and this is kind of in closer to Pixar and Disney fashion where the stakes kind of just drop and like mm-hmm. everyone's just like fine and they're like oh a bunch of us are sea monsters and like yeah I I really was hoping like based on that the at the top of the hill sequence and like how much like you know, you see all the townsfolk are like, you know, they're grabbing like spears and stuff, getting ready to attack him and stuff. I thought we were going in like, like a Lion King finale, like Lion King or like um, Beauty be and the war? Beast. No, but like, be, like I'm just thinking of, of um, movie. A little more action. Like, well, people... I thought they were going to push it just based on how they were yeah. doing things. I thought they were going to push it to like that. No physical contact ever ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. Against anyone. So I say like people didn't like you're saying people don't need to die. It's a kid's movie. No. But like you thought there'd be a little bit of like a more intense conflict. Yeah. I kind of thought they'd get to the bottom of the hill and there would still need some convincing. Like, you know, the townspeople wouldn't immediately be like, well, they did win the race, so I guess we like sea monsters now. Yeah. And they, I thought, like... Which I thought what they did in the, in the little ways they did it, they handled it the best they could. Yeah. I, too, was noticing that, like, every character was just, like, fine with it very quickly. Yeah. Um, but the way they were fine with it, like you just quoted, when she was like, well, technically, he wins. Like, I kind of liked... 
that voice acting like she nailed like she like it was kind of a joke yeah. that everyone was okay with them being sea monsters right and if you're going to just suddenly have everyone okay with it like yeah make it a little bit comedic like it was self-aware yeah. that it was resolving the problem so quickly yeah um in that line that that one lady says and right. so i thought like it was a little clever um you know it wasn't totally straightforward they had a little creativity in it yeah but i do still semi-agree with you yeah and i i wasn't i wasn't sure if like there was some like extended like stories within this like culture that like they didn't really get into like because the grandma like talks about she's a sea monster and she's always always goes to land and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. so i had just in my head i was thinking well maybe there's like they're trying to say something about like people judging other people or something like that you know and um they just didn't quite get around to working that into the story to make it like a yeah yeah you're right it didn't have like that typical animated like speech ending which maybe is for the best but i get what you're saying like there isn't like a um there isn't an outward there isn't a blunt statement of like friendship or getting past your differences yeah it is which is probably good actually yeah like maybe they just just convinced myself that that i liked that it's not (laughs) you just like you know they're well they talk a lot about their outcasts right um and they literally are outcasts even Mm -hmm. though they are um the girls from out of town too and so like i think the movie is trying to say what you're what you're saying right now um like just by not saying speech (laughs) they just don't have a speech yeah about it yeah that could be i mean overall it still worked it was just I, I guess I had just thought it was going here and then like and then it just kinda like was like boop. And it still worked. Yeah. It like hit the ending great and uh um... Because that train scene, right? You liked the train? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. And and I even sat the there and watched swelled. I even watched the whole credit sequence, like all the, the way whole through twenty minutes of credits. The... Yeah, this movie is um an hour and forty <laughs> minutes long. It definitely ended at an hour and twenty two minutes. Yeah. But the credits <laughs> the credits have like art on the sides mm-hmm. and it continues to tell the story of the kid going to school with uh, oh. the girl and everything oh no i watched oh, a little no. bit of the credits and then i stopped oh, and i was also my, i watched on my computer so i'd like yeah i was listening to the music and looking at my other monitor uh, like flipping okay. through websites it's worth watching it's just kind of in like you know single frame images kind of cont- yeah. it tells like what they did and like i'll flick it back on for then for 10 minutes but uh because yeah. i was gonna ask you like for some reason, this, even though it was a smaller project, it kind of like screamed like this could work as a sequel. Yeah. Like it's just about friendship and Italy. Like this could easily just kind of continue on their adventures with the mom and them keeping that a secret and a secret in like elementary school together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I like it's definitely, they're definitely characters that they fleshed out enough that I wanted more. So like the credit mm-hmm. sequence is kind of like feels good because you're like it actually does tell like what happens at school and it tells like what happens with the other kid like staying okay in that town and um by the way the other kid yeah. uh, I have so many little yeah we haven't even that. talked about him at all really the, but, him uh, and the dad I really liked their kind of bond they formed like the dad was excited to cook him his spaghetti every day yeah. he's like pesto pasta he was sad when he wasn't and there's this like touchy moment when he like grabs his lantern and he's like i'm just gonna go find him yeah and like nothing ever comes of that he's just like it just shows that he cares he right. 
uh, which I thought was really cool. It's not yeah, like it's... we follow him outside to go look for him or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're just these kids that he lets like sleep in his backyard. And yeah. He, like, he's just becoming stuff, attached to but, it. Yeah. When they're missing, he's like, somebody has yeah, to Yeah. They for find him, him yeah. a heaping supply of fish that gives him a lot of profit. I'm, sh- I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he also <laughs> feels something for them too. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, there's so many things popping in my head. I liked that. Um, the uh two of them of the three main characters like there's not it's not like a big love story it's like so much of a friendship story there's not some cheesy kiss or it's not him being all like nervous and goofy because he loves her yeah he just thinks like she's just cool and maybe at some point it'll transition to that but they're still just kids yeah and it doesn't go through the like shy kid tropes that would normally happen Mm -hmm. in um that kind of fish out of water scene yeah and it doesn't like pander to anything either like it's just it it seems like it really uh tried to be just honest like this um i wanted to see if this was a writer director i didn't see if he um, wrote and directed it but it kind of feels like a more i mean obviously not personal this story, is this but... is his directorial pixar debut um enrico casarosa yeah. Um, apparently, he only did a Pixar short film before this. Oh. Okay. And now, now, and then they let him direct this film. Um, and he no, he did not uh, write it. I'm looking now. Oh. Okay. Okay. But it can. It just feels. It feels so much more honest than a lot of these. I mean, now that you were bringing up like the love triangle thing, and also like all these movies and TV shows popped into my head, and I was like, oh yeah, like that's so tired and exhausting now. Like I'm so glad they decided to just like build yeah just the friendship and like mm-hmm. uh in like many many facets like they all need each other like emotionally physically and like you know for the race they're all like have something to bring to that they all are like missing that part of their lives that needed to be filled by a friendship at the time yeah like and like they spend this like needless amount of time showing him how much wonder is in the universe and like when when they were just running across the rooftops just to get to a telescope just to show him what actual stars are yeah i was like they like this it's this movie slowed down to give us this really great moment of bonding between these two characters that most movies wouldn't Mm -hmm. um and i really appreciated stuff like that scene yeah the uh the movie wasn't necessarily like a hilarious pixar film i think there's much funnier pixar movies out there Hmm. um but there was a couple things that worked for me uh one was and this was maybe the only moment where they went above and beyond like this and it worked Hmm. was the um the deep sea uncle oh yeah that was gonna take him away (laughs) yeah um i'm thinking back of it now like maybe it didn't necessarily even fit because it was like the only time they did a big gag like that just for jokes right but i loved how they're just like picked the weirdest sea creature or like fish out there Mm -hmm. to be the uncle and use like what that fish actually does in like the (laughs) bottom pits of the deep dark ocean and like use that as his like sentence to um you know boot camp or whatever parents like send their kids off to go to boarding school 
Um, he just sits there know. and whale carcass drifts into his mouth. Into his mouth, <laughs> into his open mouth. You you see nothing for months except for just like your you have your imagination and thoughts in the deep oh, yeah. darkness of the abyss. <laughs> I don't know, that was just all like a really funny concept. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I actually, uh, but they have to punch his heart because his <laughs> body isn't used to the higher oxygen of the upper surface of the water. Yeah. Like that's so specific. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I guess there wasn't a whole lot of comedy, and now they think about it. But I do feel like it was a comedy. Like it was, it was lighthearted enough. And uh, there are some funny bits of the parents trying to figure out like which kid is there because they don't know what their kid looks like as a human. Mm -hmm. and so they're like, like beating kids up, <laughs> like throwing them in water, <laughs> like almost drown this kid. <laughs> and he just starts crying. Oh, like, yeah, don't oh. they like and they straight just run shove away. his head? In yeah. the water. <laughs> see. Just kick him off the dock and his um ice cream falls in the water and he starts bawling his eyes out and they just run away. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, the fact that there's no like no redeeming moment in that scene is what made it funny. I was yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah. Poor kid. Um I'm curious about um Phoenix's corner. Phoenix's corner. I want the I want the Phoenix review. Um so he made it about a half hour in before he wanted to play with his toys but mm -hmm. i will say every time he got up so like we were on the couch watching it it was like a half hour in he's like i'm gonna go play with my toys and he stands up and then he'd get kept caught by the movie again he never did Just end up like, playing with his toys yeah starts ended getting up distracted and like goes back oh really yeah. okay um is the fact that he says i want to play with my toys is that unique to movies that are a little slower or something i think so yeah because but i'm trying to think it didn't get slow enough to allow him to actually go to the toys right okay. <laughs> he didn't get just it was just it was kind of losing him but then it would keep grabbing <laughs> trying okay. to think of what we watched a different animated movie recently um i thought it was another pixar movie but i don't think it was soul but i don't know um he's made it through animated movies in a full city mm -hmm. or what mitchell's versus the machines no we we haven't we didn't watch that um i know we're getting sidetracked but anyways um, yeah but, he, but uh, i am fast does he um does he watch movies over and over again is he that kind of kid no okay so he's not like okay never mind no he's more into tv shows and stuff but okay. um you know he definitely like i can tell like especially during the race and stuff he gets into it and like it's like mm -hmm puts his hands in his mouth when he gets intense nice. and stuff like that and so, you are doing that too yeah and you look over at him he's doing the same thing yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. um i think it's kid approved i think he he enjoyed oh. most of it you know and it's Phoenix definitely approved. it's definitely like um you know the the kid relationships in it are like younger kids too which is kind of cool it's not like a mm -hmm. teeny bopper movie type thing yeah, it's like elementary school. Yeah. Aged kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what else, Derek? Yeah. Got anything else? Uh, man, I just, you know, I just really liked the movie just through and through. Um, I, I liked that they, I, I guess you kind of brought it up, like them going to see the telescope and stuff, but I, I kind of liked the, I really liked the relationship that was built between I, I guess they never tell us the ages but i assume that the luca and uh the girl i can't think of her name right now are younger than alberto was right like there's an age gap 
is what I kind of assume. Well, the, the kid, the friend they meet? Oh. Yeah. Like the... I don't know. Maybe a year. I don't, two. I don't know. Oh, okay. In... I didn't get too much of that vibe. Oh, okay. In my head, I figured he was like, you know, a couple of years older than them. Maybe, yeah. Um, and like, you know, he had his own like preconceptions of things that were built in based on his like upbringing and stuff. And I really liked um, like their focus on Luca being so interested in like learning as opposed mm-hmm. to just like mm. being like a re- rebellious little kid you know he was like yeah he was more just like here like he just wanted to learn and like it was very uh, it was a wholesome plot point yeah it was really wholesome and there was this very small moment at the end when they like run inside the luca and the girl and then his friend has the vespa and he like takes one last look at the Vespa, make sure it's like standing up correctly. Yeah. And it just holds on him. And then he runs inside after them to go learn. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. It was weird. They like pause that extra like four seconds on that shot to give it that much extra meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, yeah, again, it was just like a wholesome moment that they were all running inside to like have fun learning about the world together. Yeah. I will say, I think there's something to be said about these like kind of softer, lighter, um like less weighty movies because i could see myself rewatching this pretty often like mm-hmm. and enjoying it a lot like i mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. as i love soul i don't know that i'll really rewatch it that much just because it's pretty heavy <laughs> and like mm-hmm. a lot of pixar movies are very heavy like even you know toy story movies and uh, i want light but perfected pixar yeah yeah. Like it's like what you know, give us more good dinosaurs and Lucas, mm. but really well done like Luca. Yeah. And call it good. Um you yeah. don't need these like move you don't need these animated movies pushing the boundaries of animation and storytelling every <laughs> single time. Yeah. Um or action or adventure. Like it can be simple and charming and cute and maybe a little lower budget, mm-hmm. but just like right and direct the hell out of it like this one yeah well i think like i wonder if um like the pandemic might have kind of accidentally created the perfect like ecosystem for those kind of movies to develop because they're not going to have those billion dollar blockbusters that they can throw out four or five times a year you know necessarily and and that's where this likely came I mean, maybe yeah. it's been in conception before then, but it's where maybe likely the budget or the scaled downness, or they hacked a, you know, cut a few corners and mm-hmm. it turned into this more streamlined thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of speculating, but um, it they could have been. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I I hope like that's kind of something that's developing because it, mm-hmm. it it felt really rewarding as an audience member, uh, getting to watch it. So, it'd be cool yeah. to see more of that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I guess it's more along the lines of like a a Leica movie, kind of like it's more of like a lighter. Well, actually, I guess their movies are pretty dark too. Never mind. Anyways, the okay. So are we all are we all good? I think that's yeah. everything I have to yeah. say. Yeah, I don't okay. think I have anything else to say. So overall, really good movie. What? Yeah. What star rating are you gonna give it? I mean, it's a minimum four stars. And by the yeah. time it got to the ending, like, you know, when movies build up rather than like, 
slow down at the end mm-hmm. it just leaves you with such a good impression but like yeah. i could even give it a, a high four maybe not 4.5 but like almost a 4.5 yeah i really liked it yeah me too it's like yeah i guess yeah i i, I gave it four stars too mm-hmm. but like i feel like that's understating how much i liked it like i really mm-hmm. liked it like a five-star movie it just doesn't feel like um you know it's just it's not meant to be this like incredible masterpiece it's just like this mm-hmm. slice of animation that's really well done so yeah and if it kicked off a little fast not faster but a little stronger yeah. i would have been fully on board yeah so that is luca go see it it's on disney plus for free um, and it's for free, for free. Yeah. yeah you don't even have to pay 30 bucks so that's yeah. a big bonus um it's phoenix approved kid approved <laughs> um go see it uh so thanks for being with us here on this live broadcast of the monthly movie dispatch um up next next tuesday at 8 p.m the same time uh derek and our other host nick will be reviewing fast and the furious nine is that what it's called no little like pun no it's official title is f9 oh just the letter a little different the nine number (laughs) got it f9 oh wait actually i think Um, it is f9 the fast saga i think actually is for jesus i don't know <laughs> well i'm excited yeah. uh, it sounds like you're seeing it opening night derek that's cool mm-hmm. i'll definitely check it out in theaters um the host will be nick with derek joining and um please like and subscribe and share with your friends and thanks for tuning in guys bye see you later see ya peace